and welcome back to Wii Universe. This is the show where we are playing every single game on the Wii U console. We're doing them in random ass order. And you know what? We've arrived uh, at a at a rocking good time, I think, for today's episode. We're playing some Guitar Hero Live. Uh, I'm Live Guitar Hero Steve Guntley. You are live, you are a hero, and um, you are shaped like a guitar. I am, yeah. I've got yeah. that Selma Hayek body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get Ooh. told that a lot. Yeah. yeah I'm like Selma Hayek in the 90s. I, I like it, man. People tell um, me this yeah, all the time. It yeah. looks good. Um, also, I like the idea of welcome back to uh, Wii Universe. Like, people listened, and then they just, like stop for a week hey. and they're like turn it off and they just sit they go into hibernation yeah they you know just, what they, like, they power down yeah it's sleep mode like episode is done and yeah. then and then a week later they wake up and like welcome back yeah. nothing has changed and they're like oh we better stretch this episode out then because people need to like eat and stuff like i don't want to go them going in sleep mode without having some food or what's something. the what's the record for like the longest podcast for us it's, no or, just like in general oh i can't imagine i imagine it's like the average episode of hardcore history or something <laughs> it's like those are like seven hours episodes wow yeah yeah okay yeah there's, there's just like a live streaming of a podcast once you live stream it is it still a podcast i, I don't think it is i think it's a stream at that point yeah like you have to different you have to release it in media. some sort of biteable form yeah so some you, kind of yeah some some editing has to have been done at some stage well I that's think. the catch 22 right if you wanted to record the longest podcast that went on you couldn't record a podcast that went on infinitely yeah because it needs a stop point to be a podcast sure right? sure and also you would die Oh, you know, like sure. People would die. People that, would, but yeah. that is that is an afterthought. People have yeah. died for less. True. <laughs> Sadly true. Yeah. Very true. Um, hi, I'm Woody Siskowski. Hi. Okay. Yeah. Nice to meet yeah. you. Now, good, good to, to meet you here. as well. Welcome yeah. back. Welcome back. Wait, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, today we are going to be talking about Guitar Hero Live, which is exciting for both of us. I mm -hmm. think we're both uh, we're both fans of this series. Woody, in particular, you're a uh, oh, plastic thing. You're a guitaranista. I think yeah. they call you uh, <laughs> uh, a bandy. <laughs> Yep. Uh, a rocker a thomas bandy yes a thomas bandy uh before a we drumbo. get to talking about that though uh what else are you playing right now you've got some I, stuff going on i got some stuff going on i'm back in it baby yeah um weirdly we're recording this out of order so in yeah. the episode next week i'm gonna be very excited about my soon to arrive steam deck which has arrived yes. in the past yes um take that timeline take that timeline uh steam deck is sweet um it you know, for those not in the know, it's like kind of a basically a switch, a little bigger than a switch, a little chunkier. Mm -hmm. That's basically a computer and yeah. it just connects to Steam. So playing Steam games on it has been really cool and a pleasure. Um, it also comes right out of the box with my all-time favorite game, which is Twiddling with Settings. Sure. Um, yeah. Because that's how you spend a lot of time, especially if you're trying to... Uh, get games not on steam set up on there and you have to navigate through linux which okay. i have i don't linux is weird and i know that there's people who are into linux people and really like, love that linux yeah, yeah and yeah. they get it and maybe i'll become that person eventually but navigating on the deck itself not in like the steam mode is like a big old hassle you okay. have to use it's it's weirdly awkward like you have to use these touch pads in an awkward way and press like two buttons at once to bring up a keyboard mm -hmm. like i get that you're supposed to connect a us or like a bluetooth mouse and keyboard to it yeah. but i just want that to work a little simpler but like the in-game mode stuff is a delight so far and i've been playing uh the two games the heavily uh 
I have this hot, highly powered piece of new tech, and the two games I've been playing are uh, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People, which is uh, one of the earlier Telltale games, yeah. uh, starring everyone's favorite residents of Free Country USA. Sure. And the other game is Vampire Survivors. Have you played this game? I've heard of this. It's yeah. kind of like a, uh, uh, it's like a horde thing, like where you're mm-hmm. fighting like a wave after it's wave. Kind, of it's kind of the new hotness. Um, okay. And it's. It's got a lot of things going for it, which is one of the cool things. It's like a $3 game, Great. which love, is really cool. And you, this game uses zero, count them, zero buttons, unless you want to include, uh, you know, the menu select button. Okay. So um, no analog sticks even? Well, like, no, well, you okay. do, do, yeah. It uses okay. a stick, okay. but I don't okay. count that as buttons, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's I mean, like is a that a game? Can you make a game that has zero buttons and, like, no stick either? And you're just like, that's just a movie. I mean, I guess I was going to say that's kind of pachinko, but like you, still you do have, have to, to press the button to yeah. like make the ball go. So yeah, no, I don't uh, think yeah, so. Yeah, so all you, this is a top-down survival game. Um, it kind of looks like a sort of bad-looking early Genesis game maybe. Okay. Um, where you're this character in this huge environment. I thought that the environments repeated infinitely, but they're just huge. Mm-hmm. And you just walk around and try to survive for, I think, a half hour, and enemies just start hoarding on you. Yeah. Um, and it gets pretty ludicrous in terms of the amount of enemies that are on the screen. And just as you kill them, you have to pick up these gems that they drop and then you just level up and get sort of get power ups each time you level and you can kind of choose your build. It's a, so all you're doing is walking around and these weapons just kind of auto fire every few seconds. Yeah. And then you get things that power up the weapons or make them shoot more, uh, more frequently or give you health reduction, uh, you know, damage reduction, things like that. But it's a weirdly addictive game. Yeah. Um, and it feels really good on the Steam Deck because it's kind of, you feel bad playing it on the computer. It, it's like, somehow, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you sit down at a computer, like, I'm going to do work. Like, I'm sitting here as an activity sure. with focus. I have to worry about my posture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I was a little late getting here because, like, I had just been sitting on my floor for an hour. Like just playing this game, trying to stretch out my hamstring. <laughs> like I was upside down playing this game, um, but hey. it, it's it's a lot of fun. So anyway, I'm riding high. That's awesome. That sounds like fun. I want to get one of them Steam decks now. That, I'm I'm jealous. Uh, as for me, I have not been playing much. I've been uh, trying to catch up on some other recordings, you know, so I've been playing a lot of Disney afternoon games for the Patreon show. Did you know there are three games based on the TV show Bonkers? It's three uh, different games. Wow. Three I very knew, different I games. I knew that there was one because I own it. But, yeah, um, yeah. The, the I, Genesis I Super version one. is okay. entirely different from the Super NES version, which is entirely different from the Game Gear version. All different okay. games. So I've been knee-deep in bonkers this week. <laughs> sure. What? Uh, well, I, I don't mean to totally sidetrack no, us, but what is... I know... He's a bobcat. Thank you. Yeah, the animal that he is. His name is Bonkers D. Bobcat. Uh, you can hear all about it. Patreon.com slash Ultra 64. I mean, I've we heard all I needed. I don't need to sign That's up. All I just need. wanted to know what Bonkers is. Yeah, but like, I, I've just been I've been living in uh, Bonkers world, but I've mostly just been like watching movies. I've been uh, foolishly trying to catch up with all the MCU movies before the new Doctor Strange comes out, sure. which has been mostly pretty fun. Oh, good. Uh, mostly pretty fun. Been enjoying it. Did that, you have to watch uh, the first Doctor Strange? I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I love the first Doctor oh, Strange. I Are you not a fan of that? I attest that movie sucks. See, people, I find that incre- an incredibly boring movie. I think that movie's a blast. Okay. I think that one's super fun. I find and it's one of the only ones under two hours. I will yeah. say the ones that did not work for me this time around that w- used to work for me. Winter Soldier, Never not as it. great. Uh, Black Widow, no, didn't. that one it. just feels kind of like an afterthought. Sure. 
uh, and original Thor. Uh, okay, well, I've never seen any of those. None so of I, those I really rushed to go back to them. I will say, uh, Avengers Endgame made me cry like four times. How many think, times have you seen Avengers Endgame? This is only like my second time. Oh, so you saw it in the so, theater, and then I saw it in the theater. I, like I'm kind of in that phase. Like all the movies I'm watching now, it's like later Marvel, and it's like ones I've only seen once. So like okay. I'm, I'm midway through Shang Chi right now. Yeah, which I only saw once, and uh, that movie's a delight. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. Too. That one's a lot of fun. I think it. I don't know, it's hard. So many movies now are like, they end in a big dragon fight. Yes. Like, even Turning Red, which is not a Marvel movie, but is also a delightful movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ends in a big giant panda fight. And Kinda, you're like, yeah. I don't know if we need this level of scope and grandeur in like your mother daughter puberty movie. Sure. Like, probably not. And probably like, Shang-Chi was kind of the same thing. It was like, I like the way this is kind of more grounded in like real martial arts and sure. like, the parts in that movie that rock are like when he's on the bus or when they're oh, on the side of the scene. building. So good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, randomly, fight scenes on buses were the recurring theme of 2021. There was um, another, yeah, there, there was were nobody. Few. Nobody, and that's that, it. That was that's the best it. scene in Nobody also. That was the best scene in Nobody. Oh, um, man, that it, ruled. And then when it, when it goes at the end and they're like, okay, now there's this super powerful magic dragon that he has to like shoot laser beams at, I kind of zoned out. Yeah, yeah. Like, Anyway, that's my Shang-Chi. No, no. I, Since I'm, you asked. I asked. Which you I'm totally didn't. I'm into it. I'm into it. So I'm I'm getting nerdy in that way. And then nice. uh, I'm going to be nerding out with video games soon enough. It, it ebbs and flows, man. It's it ebbs like, and flows. Uh, it it's like Frank Sinatra says. Life, yeah. life keeps going in cycles. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. When did he say that? Uh, 1947. Oh, cool, cool. Were you hanging with the Rat Pack around that time? You, <laughs> yeah. Sandy and, and, pa- and Dino? And yeah, that them? was my... Uh, that was my cycle. That no, was the sure. cycle at the that time. Was the cycle you were in. He was the chairman of the board, right? He was. He okay. was. As was Carrot Top. Both oh, of them chairman, chairman of the boards. Yes. So, like, when Frank Sinatra died, he passed that mantle on? Pretty sure he did. Okay. Pretty sure he did. And then uh, uh, I'm sure Carrot Top took that mantle and glued something funny to it. <laughs> Man, that Classic guy. Classic Carrot he Top. He likes to glue. Yeah. He loves that glue. Anyway, uh, we're talking about Carrot Top. Carrot Top Live, <laughs> uh, the new simulation game. Yeah. Where you just where have, the like, cra- a, the a crowd toilet turn- paper tube attached to a fan And depending on how you do, the crowd will either turn on you or... Or turn on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Hey, I... You know, Carrot Top, the subject of much ridicule, but the man Dude, is very successful. He's incredibly and has successful. Like a long term tour of Vegas for like decades. He he probably makes like fifty million dollars a year doing residencies in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like probably something like that. That dude is laughing on the way to the bank. <laughs> uh yes. Anyway, let's talk about Guitar Hero Live. Sure. This was released October 20th, 2015. It was developed by Freestyle Games and published by Activision. It was also released on PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, and iOS. iOS? Yeah, there's there's always like some kind of weird janky mobile version of these games that like you you tap on them with your fingers. It doesn't feel good. Okay. So... We, we discussed Guitar Hero once. Uh, we had uh, Elliot J. O'Neill and B.T. Calloway on to talk about Guitar Hero 3. That was on the main feed, yes. That was on the oh, main yeah, feed, cool. absolutely. And uh, it's it's interesting to contrast this era of rock, of Guitar Hero with that one. Because yes. when we were playing Guitar Hero 3, Guitar Hero 3, I believe, is still the best-selling game in the entire franchise. And that, that was coming out at the absolute peak of this plastic guitar fever that we all uh, somehow inoculated ourselves to. Uh, and this wait, is wait, coming wait, from more pause. of a reconstructuring point. Yeah. What does the word inoculated mean? It means you get uh, 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 subjected to a little bit of a disease so that your immune system can fight it off. Does that? So in that context, are you meaning that we got bored of it? 
we like, we uh, yes basically okay. yes we we had to have some guitar hero injected into our body and now we can resist the urge to play with plastic okay. instruments got yeah. it your yeah. your vernacular was a little over my head there, oh excuse but me. i'm glad we're, I'm, I'm glad we're back i'm sorry I'm, uh, my apologies <laughs> uh so uh yeah th- th- this it's good that we actually have a new perspective to talk about uh of guitar this is kind of a whole different era that we're entering into so i want to provide some context here and i'm i'm likely repeating myself from that episode but hey what is a podcast if not for repeating oneself and what is a podcast <laughs> not for repeating oneself <laughs> yeah, exactly and really it just brings us to this fundamental question mm-hmm. of what is a podcast if not for repeating <laughs> oneself um, but like you said, Guitar Hero 3 was this huge, huge game. Like Guitar Hero 2 set this precedent. Guitar Hero 3 was this huge game. And then Rock Band came out and that was also huge. Yeah. And so for like five years, these games were everywhere. It was like an arms and, race of like mm-hmm. all this stuff. That yes, you had to it was an arms race. And that all culminated with Rock Band 3. Yes. Which was a game where uh, harmonics and uh, MTV games sort of joined together to put this huge, huge amount of budget um, and get this, like, giant song list of, like, tons of songs that I'm sure would be, you know, very expensive to license and that people have wanted for a long time. Mm -hmm. They added a keyboard. um, They just, like, pumped out a whole bunch of downloadable content. And Guitar or Rock Band 3, one of the greatest games ever made. Like, that really shows. No, it nailed it, yeah. But it kind of was, like the fire burned so bright that there was kind of nothing to do after. Like it was the end. Oh, it was the apex of what that could be. Totally. It's, it's similar to like when we talked about Tony Hawk, it's like, you you know, you reach a point where this is coming so strong out the gate. mm -hmm. uh, There's only, the only things you can do to it are just kind of like tweak the formula until the tweaks become a little bit too much. And yeah. And that was, you know, Tony Hawk four, but like it's, there was sort of not in, in like so many of the songs had already been released. So to be like, okay, we're going to take a step back. What do we do now? Cause mm-hmm. like every time you try to reboot, you have to sort of stay compatible with the old songs. And it's it just, I'm sure there's comparable uh, things, comparable movies where there's like a fad and then one giant movie comes out that's simultaneously a huge hit. Yeah. But then, it's sort of everything after that. People are like, yeah, we're tired of this now. Well, like, and that came and went. I think that's what everyone. Well, I mean, speaking of Endgame, yeah. I think that's what everyone thought was going to happen with Endgame. Oh, yeah. I think it's the rise of Skywalker. I think oh, that's yeah, the yeah, example yeah. of like a movie that came out was a massive, massive hit, and then people are like, okay, we're done with this now, and like it's so they just like okay we i mean to be clear we're never gonna be done with star wars but it is like we backed away from it like we're not you know we're still getting a marvel announcement like every couple weeks like but we're we're back to backing away from star wars for a bit and to be clear like i think rock band 3 is a much better product than rise of skywalker well it would have to be but um yeah and so now sort of from that wreckage it was like Things are big, and there was, like, this giant meteor coming down, and then it's like, now this plastic instrument genre is basically dead. Exactly. (laughs) So, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to revive this brand that was, like, printing money for a long time? So, uh, you know, like like we said, Rock Band would add drums and bass and keyboards to the equation, but then they kind of... They were adding DJ equipment and they were adding like multiple instruments and like uh, all these different titles. There were like multiple titles coming out every year. We kind of just all got burnt out by the time. Like, was it Guitar Hero Van Halen or Guitar Hero Aerosmith? Yeah. 
Lego Guitar Hero. You're getting rock all these band things. Green Day, and it just became Beatles, overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. It, there was just too the, much crap. I mean, the Beatles was kind of a big deal because that, that was, was sort of event. like yeah. built from scratch for that. Yeah, yeah. But but that one didn't sell well, like, right? Despite all the hype. Well, I think it. it sold well, and this was the fundamental problem: is everything just got so so expensive to yeah, make. Like, because yeah. if you're licensing these Beatles songs, like you have to sell so many copies. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. To make to recoup that cost. So, you know, by by 2010, the market was just absolutely flooded with games like this, you know, not just Guitar Hero and Rock Band. There were also like all these different spinoffs and and different uh, uh, kind of wannabe games that were mm-hmm. coming up. Rocksmith so, was a cool one that actually like used yeah. a real guitar that you could connect. Right. Which, which seemed neat. Which was always kind of a really weird argument people would launch against Guitar Hero. It's like, well, why doesn't it teach you to play guitar? I'm like, because it's not a guitar. It's a video game. I yeah, don't know exactly. Why does my PlayStation controller not teach me how to drive a car? I don't know. <laughs> it's a different thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, the Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock uh, was uh, the fourth or fifth Guitar Hero, something like that. It was the sixth. Sixth. And uh, that proved to be kind of a big disappointment for Activision. And Harmonix saw similarly disappointing numbers for Beatles Rock Band and a couple of other spinoffs. So they made the decision to halt the annual releases and kind of take the game back to the drawing board for a while. Try and make it a little more relevant, a little more distinctive. So their first attempt was something called Guitar Hero 7. (laughs) Where'd they come up with that? Crazy. Uh, It was set to be developed by Vicarious Visions uh, and it was going to be released in 2012. But by all accounts, production on this thing was a bit of a disaster. According to a Kotaku article from the time, Activision was going to scrap the band elements entirely. So no more drumming, no more singing, no more bass, no more keyboard, mm-hmm. no more turntables. They're cutting all of that. Well, I mean, that was that was another... There's sort of three, you, three t- cycles of this... Uh, plastic instrument phase it's like the first one like guitar hero one through three yeah is like guitar focus like shredding like that's one player kind of focus gameplay yeah and then you get into the rock band era where it's like party games all these different instruments and now you're in this third phase where it's like the remnants the rebuilding yeah figuring out where it's going from here so the guitar peripheral itself was going to get a full rebuild. There was a new controller that was going to have a sixth fret button on the neck, and it would have six strings instead of the strum bar. Oh, interesting. So it would actually okay. have strings on there. The common complaint about the series at the time was that it wasn't very accurate, like we said, and they were trying to kind of uh, remedy that, but mm-hmm. that's a dumb decision. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, the Guitar Hero 7 controller was going to kind of split the difference between the realistic and the arcade sure. versions, but... Early playtesting proved that the strings were kind of loose and unresponsive and you were getting tangled up in them, you know, because they and were... Pro- I imagine fragile. Like, even, fragile, even yeah. the the strum bar on those guitar things does wear out and I imagine that strings would wear out even faster. Oh, yeah. And these things were going to be pretty prohibitively expensive to make and probably to buy as well. Yep. So the team also wanted to revamp the art style. You know, the Guitar Hero up to this point had a pretty signature kind of over-the-top, meaty cartoon style, you know, and they wanted to bring that back to something a little simpler. Uh, They were going to add more dynamic stages to transpose the songs into music video-like settings. So the idea was that each stage was going to be customized to, like, match a music video. If there was a music video that existed, they were going to try and put you in it. Cool. And sort of build it around you. Kind of a fun idea. Um, but that kind of proved to be a really expensive, hard to pull off idea. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to invent a whole lot of new technology and get a whole lot of artists on board and not just artists. You also have music video directors and studios and everything like that. 
And with the budget being kind of cut significantly after Warriors underperformed, the team was stuck using this handful of like budget 90 songs or just reusing songs from the last couple of games. And that sort of became the recurring theme in the post Rock Band 3 era was like Rock Band 4 came out and became MTV was no longer a part of it because they knew it wouldn't sell as well. So Harmonix essentially had to license the songs themselves. Yeah. And the end result is like the soundtrack on Rock Band 4 is a bunch of songs you don't really care about. Exactly. Like, I mean, early response to the new art style was negative too. Uh, I haven't seen any images of it. I don't think they ever officially released any, mm. but the general consensus is what that the characters look stretched out and grotesque and there was no real <laughs> I mean, for what options for customization. For what they always worth. look grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Grotesque is within the ballpark of what you're looking for. So with problems and costs mounting almost inversely to the waning popularity of the series, Activision finally made the decision to cancel the game outright in 2011, which led to the longest gap between Guitar Hero games we had seen yet. The annual releases dried up and plastic instruments started showing up on Goodwill shelves, you know, and just kind of uh, uh, getting disposed of immediately. So in early 2015, some rumors started to emerge that they were working once again on a revamped Guitar Hero, seemingly spurred on by the announcement that Guitar Hero 4 was coming out around the same time. You mean Rock Band 4. Oh, excuse me, Rock Band 4. Uh, Guitar Hero Live was announced officially in April of 2015 uh, with freestyle games who are fresh off of DJ Hero 1 and 2 and, unfortunately, Sing Party for the Wii U. Uh, They were attached to develop it. So the early details were pretty sparse, but Activision said that the new game was going to be a pretty big change from the games that had flooded the market a few years earlier. Uh, Insanely, Freestyle's first idea was going to be removing the controller altogether. It was going to be like... like connect style, like where you're oh, like air guitar, sure, which makes me furious to think about. <laughs> I think, like, I don't know, just imagine, like, if people think you look dumb playing the plastic guitars, like, think how dumb you're looking air guitaring and like trying to hit things on your connect with like other shit bouncing around. That yeah, sucks. no, that's fair. There was, I was initially excited when I got my uh VR headset because I saw there was a Guitar Hero VR game uh-huh. or it might have been Rock Band VR, whatever. One of them, but it had that same mechanic of it was just kind of strum along with the song with these control, like the motion controllers and it's like that is not what i not want fun no not as fun uh, yeah i think they realized pretty quickly that the uh guitar peripheral is sort of the appeal it's yes. kind of the hook so instead they focused on redeveloping the controller to look less like a toy and more like a guitar so they got rid of kind of the candy colored buttons and uh, made it a little bigger and a little more sturdy uh they replaced the five colorful buttons with uh, a two row three button each kind of fret system. So you have three on the top, three on the bottom, and you can press them together for bar chords and things like that. Yeah, so pretty much since the first Guitar Hero, like the design of the guitars had not changed because even between Rock Band and Guitar Hero, because it's just, it's it's one row of five different colored buttons. And so this is the first time that they, you know, made the controller different um, Mm. in a meaningful way besides just making it larger or smaller or adding like a whammy bar, you know, a fretboard down at the bottom. Yeah. And And, well, the interesting thing is uh, Activision did did some studies and found that 80% of players never took the game beyond the medium setting. Oh, wow. With the three buttons, you know, because I I I am at 20%. You're you're in that. I I must admit, I never got the hang of the five button setup. I was always missing buttons. I just never really got the feel of it down. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the pinky finger that always throws people for a loop. I've, I've got a very small, thin pinky finger for whatever reason it's like smaller than my other fingers and it's just hard to make it that reach yeah no that that's true it took took me a while to get used to it and i have to say like 
the, based solely on the guitar, like I think the guitar here feels really good. I like this it, guitar. It yeah. looks pretty good. Um, it's it's just kind of solid black, but it has some nice sort of gold plating on it. Yeah. Um, and the six buttons is cool. Like this, this is like a good design choice, and when we and allows to do them to do cool things with the gameplay. Absolutely. So. Uh, you know, so they instead of a cartoony art style, they wanted to give you the feel that you were performing in a live rock show. They wanted yeah. to make you like be in the moment. So they use all FMV footage. So you have live crowds, live bands on stage with you, and everything's done from a first person POV. Uh, another huge feature they were adding here is something that is actually no longer available to us, and that is GHTV. So this was the online version of the game. It was kind of structured like a TV station. So you could either stream songs for free while they were available on like a week by week basis. So, or you could purchase a download, uh, purchase a season pass and then download all the songs and keep them. Um, okay. It, cause yeah, it seems like it was just like you sort of go into this mode and then whatever song is playing, mm. you just kind of play. Like it's like going to a radio station, but you have, you know, it's a video game. Exactly. Yeah. It'll, it'll pop up. It'll be there for a couple of days and you can try it out. Uh, you can enter into some competitions, you know, you could play against other people online. They had a uh, live shred a thon contest, like where they would get people to come up and try and play dragon force on an expert, oh, cool, you know, cool. and try and do well like that. They would debut new songs. They would do debut new music videos. They would interviews with artists. So like they treated it like a full TV platform. This is, I have mixed feelings about this because yeah. I think that like you just, you just said like there are some cool features that it sounds like they wanted to support, yeah. which is the problem is dependent on a lot of people buying this game to uh -huh. have the continued money to support these things. But it's also weird to have um, a game mode where you can't really control what you're playing at any given time. Like sure. to have sort of the content taken from you when you, when you want it. And I think that it hurts a little more because the core soundtrack on this game, the 42 songs, which are always available to you. Mm. And like by this point, 42 songs was barely anything. That feels like, pretty small compared yeah, to like again, typical Garth, rock band catalogs. Or uh, Rock Band 3 kind of ruined it for everything. Oh, yeah. But like that, that I think shipped with like 80 songs or mm. something like that. Just had an outrageous amount of DLC. And so here it just feels a little trim like that is an essential feature of the game and now you know playing this game now that feature doesn't exist anymore no it's that's the big problem so that they you know all right so they they hyped up this game and, and the ghtv one of the most seattle uh promotions i've ever heard in my life <laughs> is that they had macklemore play this game with the GHTV uh, live during a Mariners uh, or a Seahawks halftime show. Oh, sure. Uh, so that's a very seattle -y promotion. Um, and but, but the problem is, like, early sales numbers show that the game sold better than the last couple of Guitar Hero games, but it, it was a more expensive game to produce. They had this very ambitious new platform that they wanted to, to release, and it kind of proved unsustainable. Uh, so GHTV was officially shut down in 2018, and the abruptness with which the feature was canceled led to some class action lawsuits. Oh, wow, okay. Because it wasn't just like the games that were streaming, it was or the songs that were streaming, it was also the ones that you purchased. Those are gone. 
because oh, they were stored like wow. in the cloud storage. So like they, you lost like all of your purchases basically. Okay, yeah, that's um, some bullshit. So players and, were very frustrated. They said they weren't given sufficient notice and they were mad that the songs were pulled. Uh, the suit was dismissed, but Activision wound up issuing refunds to anyone who bought the game between December 2017 and January 2019. Oh, so sure. it's actually yeah. hard to say after all that is settled how this how successful this game was probably lost a lot of money that'd be my yeah it, and i imagine that they're part of that you know the tricky part with all these games is that music licensing is just a massive bitch for everyone involved yeah um and so i imagine that part of the incentive for this guitar hero tv uh mode was that like they didn't have to license uh, the songs for people to own, like yeah. by having them only stored on the cloud and people only able to kind of stream them to play. I imagine those licensing fees were cheaper. Yeah. Um, yeah but I think then so. it's just what you said. It's that result of they, when the servers get shut down, the people lost the songs that they had paid for. And there's like no support, you know, it's, it wasn't really like that with the other guitar hero games. Right. Like if you Once, downloaded a song, that's still your song. You yes. still have it, you know, uh, which that would be really frustrating. I I'm, I'm on board with why people were upset about it. And I think the general tenor around this game was that, like, I think people liked it for the most part. They just were a little confused by it, sure. I think, because it's it's interesting to be releasing kind of a, a new spin on the formula. Like, you do need to mix it up because a lot of the reason the franchise died was because people were sick of doing the same thing yeah. over and over again. But that also does mean you need to convince people to buy another guitar. Right. And that's a little tricky. That's a little because people just got rid of those guitars. <laughs> you know, they just, they, they were sick of those uh, clogging up their closets. Yep. So not me. Give them to me. I need more. Yeah, absolutely. You've got a whole rig set up. <laughs> so this game, uh, the disc came with 42 songs on it. And since GHTV is shut down, those are the songs you are now stuck with. The response to the catalog was kind of divisive at the time. I think some criticized it for being a little too poppy, while others praised it for being uh, a little bit more diverse. Uh, sure. Which I, I, I think I fall on the latter half of that argument. I think okay. uh, I like that they mix it up a little bit. I like that it's not all just like death metal, you know, like, or, or just like hard rock stuff. Right. Um, that, that was the thing of like Guitar Hero 3. It was definitely like, all right, we're putting in Stevie Ray Vaughan. We're putting in Slayer. We're putting in Megadeth. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, we, to me, when I was in that phase of playing, I didn't necessarily care about the song a whole lot. I'm just like, I want something that feels like I'm shredding. Yeah. And then once they got into the more band-oriented phrase, I wanted more songs that were like, oh, everyone knows this song. Everyone can sing along, and it's like a party song. Like, yeah. it's really hard to get a group of people together and like, hey, let's all play Hallowed Be Thy Name. Sure. This eight-minute Iron Maiden song. Yeah, right. Like, everyone's into that. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Oh, hey, um, my friend Eddie is here. He's going to play this song. Yeah, oh, exactly. don't, don't mind his face. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, I... You know, some of the tracks on here were like things that people were sort of dunking on at the time. Yeah. Like there's a there's a Skrillex song in here. There's a Katy Perry is in here. You 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 ended up playing a set that was very much just like rap rock. There was Eminem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, some of the other bands we get some Linkin Park, we get some Avril Lavigne, we get Black Eye, uh, Black Keys, Good Charlotte, Soundgarden, Thirty Seconds to Mars, Fall Out Boy, Green Day, Rise Against, Arctic Monkeys, Rolling Stones, Eminem, The Killers, The Who. I mean. Good variety here. Yeah. And also the killers will show up to all of these games. Yeah. Every single one, they're like, oh, are you making another Guitar Hero? <laughs> I don't think that, like, I don't even remember. I don't think. You That's don't think. Just, don't just, think. No, just no, know this. No. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, mean, you know, the important I, thing is that uh, a podcasting is all about repeating yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> um, the, the song selection here, I just don't think is that good. 
Um, okay. Right. Like, I agree that it's kind of fun and that they have a decent variety here, but there just weren't that many songs that I knew. Fair, it, like, fair. And that's not... A defin- like that's not a definitive problem. I've gotten introduced to many songs in Guitar Hero where I'm like, oh, that was really fun. Yeah. I'm into that song now. But here there wasn't like even a lot that I was excited about playing initially. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, you have to dig in a little deep. I think it helps or it doesn't help that around this time I was kind of in a music dead zone. Like oh, I just sure. wasn't really listening to popular music at the time. So I just didn't really know what any of these songs were. I've I've heard some of them since, but uh but yeah, we did lose like 200 extra songs when GHTV went down, which is yeah. a bummer. That's a big loss. Uh, so as with past titles, you are playing, uh, you know, scrolling fretboard called a note highway. You know, if you've seen Guitar Hero, you know what this looks like. But this time, the difference is you've got uh, the up row and the down row. Uh, but there's probably a different term in game for that. That's just what I'm thinking about it as. Yeah. Frets, right? Frets. Yeah. Yeah. So you're different frets. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter which direction you strum. No, that that's always been the case. Which is nice. Yeah. And I'm glad that they didn't modify that. But you do need to have your fingers on the uh, the three on the top. I mean, and, and that's accurate bottom. to a real guitar. When you play guitar, it doesn't matter which direction you strum. Exactly. Sound. Yeah. Well, sometimes it does, right? Uh, I don't know. Someone right you're getting a more complex note. Some, never mind. I don't, I don't think know. so. <laughs> We're, we're literally talking out of our asses here. We could be. We could be. Yeah, I think that might, I don't know. But um, this game allows you to do like bar chords. You can press like the top and bottom at the same time mm-hmm. to get a richer sound. And you can do open strumming uh, without any frets. So so when the notes come down, um, it used to be that they were just col- colored buttons um, from left to right. Yeah. Now they are left to right, but they are only black or white and they're arrows. Yeah, so white, white are facing down, black are facing up. And so if the, you see the white arrows, you're going to press on the bottom of your fretboard. The black arrows... I'm going to press one of uh, the three keys on the top. Mm-hmm. But, in, you know, as you get into the higher difficulties, they will mix that up and, like, you will be have to press the one fret on the top and then the three fret at the bottom. Sure. Honestly, like, I was ready to not like this because I've grown so accustomed to, you know, the five-button layout. I yeah. played that millions of hours. Um I think this is fun. I think it like, feels pretty great. Yeah. I, I I was pleasantly surprised as well. Like, I think when you're really kind of in the zone and when you're starting to feel it, like you're moving your hand around, like you're making different chords mm-hmm. on a guitar, you're moving your body to kind of contort at the same time. And you, the best parts about Guitar Hero or Rock Band is when you kind of stop being self-conscious and start just being goofy and doing rock star poses yeah. and like having fun with that. And and this kind of facilitates that pretty naturally. Yeah, it's it's where you get that sort of flow state, like you yeah. you know, like somebody who might be playing Overwatch or Doom, and just like in the zone and knows what they need to do without thinking about it. Yeah, and we that's the same thing here, but you get that combined with sort of feeling the music, and it's very satisfying. Like, yeah, it's they're kind of in an unwinnable situation here because it has the six button layout the old songs can't be compatible because those are all configured, you know, for the five buttons. Right. And, you know, purists who have spent a long time playing the old one are kind of going to dunk on it just because it's not what they're used to. Right. But if somewhere along the line earlier, like after Guitar Hero 3, guitars had just, or like the Rock Band guitars had just shifted over to using this setup. Uh Uh-huh. I wouldn't have a problem with it. No, like, no. I, to me, I don't think that this is worse than, I think this is probably a better guitar setup than, you know, the classic style. And it's a but, nice way of like, for people like me, like who don't feel comfortable with the five button setup sure. and like can never quite get the hang of it. Like 
I feel like I'm using just the three fingers and I'm able to be a little bit more complex and be able to kind of uh, shred a little bit This more. feels more cerebral in like what you have to do of like thinking about where you put your fingers, whereas mm-hmm. the five button, usually the way they made it harder was just by making it faster yeah. and like more noodly. They're just like a ton of notes coming at you all at once. Yeah, yeah. But here they can make it more complicated without just being a wall of notes. Yeah. So like that fundamental aspect of the game, I think, is a success. The problem is the old style of guitar has, you know, at this point, 500, so many songs that you can play in that Plus style. Plus like a decade of muscle memory. Yes. For people who've been like playing, well, when this was released, now it's like two decades yeah. of muscle memory if you're still sticking to the original. Because even Rock Band uses the same format, yeah. uses the same kind of the guitars. Button. And yeah. So like this is just kind of, you know, it just turned out to be a dead end, and I understand why, even though I think that the fundamentals are are good. They really are, um, yeah. But, but yeah, so this game is kind of just stuck in this mode. I think if they do bring back Guitar Hero, I don't think they're going to bring this button conf- configuration back. Do no, you? Yeah. because it just doesn't have that nostalgia drive, which no. is, would be the reason to bring back Guitar Hero at this point. Right. It's like, hey, remember this game you played in college? Because now like, it's been seven years since our last. This is our last yeah. one. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I, the, I mean, the advantage of this one is, I imagine this is far, probably one of the cheaper ways if you wanting to experience the plastic instruments. Yeah. Um. Some of the old rock band stuff can be a little more harder to find, a little more expensive now. Um, I think on PS2, it's still pretty affordable. Yeah. If you want to go to the old Guitar Hero stuff. But yeah. like, this is a pretty suitable option, and you can still find these guitars at Goodwill pretty easily. You can. Like, you can. I'm always excited. I, enough. I go to a Goodwill and I see a bunch of guitars, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I see the, the Guitar Hero Live one. And then like, you're like, oh, crap. All right. Yeah. It's a shame that they're not like more uh, adaptable to the other modes. Right. No, I understand uh, why they're not. The other, and the other big change here, mm-hmm. which again, I was kind of ready to dunk on, me too, is the graphical style of this game. But that's a lot of fun, too. Like, FMV is usually a death sentence to things. It really is. And and there's definitely moments of, like, cheesiness here. Like, when characters... Like, I always think it's cheesy when a character comes up and talks to you directly, like, talks to the screen. Oh, sure. Like, it makes me feel like it's those old VCR, like, uh, board games or something. Like, howdy, partner. Like, (laughs) it feels kind of like that. Mad Dog McCree. Exactly, exactly. It feels like that. But... When you're on the stage, like, first of all, the crowd looks really good. You know, yeah. you know that there probably isn't actually like 5,000 people in this crowd. It's probably a lot of like digital replacing and stuff like that. But there are enough different faces like in the front rows uh, and, and they feel like authentically jazzed. Yeah. That's exciting. Like the actors in this game all do a great job they do of bringing energy i mean and your and band is like playing with you on stage they'll get in your face sometimes and they're like singing and dancing and like you get to do the whole backstage walk where security yeah. is escorting you up all of that is really fun and then uh it's also like super impressive just the sheer amount of fmv they must have shot for this yeah because the campaign mode here they divide into sort of set lists where you play like four or five songs 
with with a different band. So like yeah. yours, your your lead singer was like, you know, he basically looked kind of like Eminem. Sure. And would just kind of rap along with the song. But you were and, at like a punk show. Yeah, I was yeah. at a punk show. And then we played another one that like very much is like a venue in Portland. And like, <laughs> Which you know, was it, it's a, a hilarious representation yeah. of Portland. It's like, okay, it's girls in diaphanous white dresses and flower it, crowns. Playing the tambourine. Playing the tambourine. And there's bright sunshine coming down on you from everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. There, there's like distillery kegs all over and guys with big beards and then there, there was, was randomly... an african-american albino in the backstage and a man in a panda suit yes. um <laughs> it was it was pretty delightful and what was also what's also really fun about it is when you start doing badly mm-hmm. i don't think you can fail the songs like that was kind of that kind of come and win in guitar yeah uh, where you like would fail after restart but if you start playing badly like the the whole video will shift. Like they'll do like this sort of fade over it real quick. And then it will come back and everyone in the crowd will kind of be booing you. And your band members will kind of be looking at you confused. They're getting grouchy. Yeah. yeah even the Portland girls were getting grouchy at you and because really, while you're playing a Lumineers song. Yeah. It was yeah. really cute. We looked over to the side stage and the roadie was like miming. He's like, come on, <laughs> play the guitar, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, it, it it's effective, uh, especially if you're like me and you have some social anxiety, like the idea that, oh, good, there's a room full of thousands of people who hate me right now. I better do better. Yeah. Uh, that's more effective than just, okay, you have to restart this song. Yeah, and it's less frustrating, and it really does make you want to win back the crowd. Yeah. And they generously, like they did in uh, Rock Band 3, let you change the difficulty in the middle of the song. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, like... A big part of these games is difficulty, like yeah. having a good curve, because these games are not very fun if it's too easy, mm-hmm. and they're very frustrating if it's too hard. Yeah, yeah. So if you're playing at the exact right difficulty, it's great. And here, like the sort of easy difficulty, you only uh, hold the down notes. Yeah. So you're essentially only doing three buttons. It's pretty easy. But, um, you know, you go to the normal, and then you're doing up and down, and then hard, it gets a little more complicated. Um, an expert is just very challenging because there's a combination of having to hold like a a bridge fret. So you're holding both buttons here yeah. and then like uh, a bottom button on another one. They'll randomly throw like a down note in the middle of like a whole stream of like up <laughs> chords. Like it's, it, it looks tricky. Like yeah. uh, I would not have gotten even as far as you. Right. Did, like, I was just yeah. doing an exercise and what does it look like when I fail? And yeah. it's, it was, it's always fun it, when it looks game... like hippie girls hating you. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> which is kind of what my life looks like in general. Most of the time. Like, welcome to Bellingham. Time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think that it's, it's always fun when a game can find a way to delight in your crappiness. Sure. That, that you're still having fun, even though you're doing badly. Yeah. That's like the burnout three philosophy of like, shit, I crash, but now now I get to like fly, you know, control my car into other cars and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciated that element. It was something I came into just like you with like skepticism. I'm like, all right, this is going to look goofy. And yeah. then it's, you know what, this this is getting me into it. This and, is putting me in that place. But of course it's goofy. Like it yeah, should, should be. Yeah, plastic instruments, we acknowledge that they're yeah. goofy. And it's not like the old ones were any less goofy. Your mm. characters just look dopier and more deformed. Yeah. Like, I think in a party game setting, I kind of prefer like these sort of non-obtrusive rock band, just like avatars where yeah. they just kind of are in front of some indiscreet background. Yeah. Whereas here, but since this game is more one player focused or there is a two player mode if you have a separate guitar, but like, I think that the crowd really does a good job of keeping the energy level high. I think so too. Uh, 
I do have one big knock that I have to level against this game, and I'm not sure if it's the game or yeah. if it's my TV or what's going on. The sound mixing is kind of a mess yes. in this thing. And uh, for what it's worth, I, I did Google this question while you were playing. Okay. And other, there were at least four topics on like other sites, Reddit and GameFAQs, asking the same question. So I think it is an issue with the game. Okay, it is an issue with the game. So for when you're playing just the normal mode, the music sounds a little muffled. It sounds, sounds a little... very muffled. It sounds like, washed out. You can barely hear the vocals at all. And the only time... Like, it was it wasn't even really noticeable until you activate your hero mode which is like you can either press the button or you tilt your guitar yep. you know to get extra points when you activate hero mode the music comes through both speakers really loud and really clear like it sounds like the song that you're trying to play <gasps> and that's like holy shit i feel like i just like popped my head above water yes. like that that's a big problem that you're only hearing the song super clearly for like five, six second bursts. And I thought that it was an issue with like the mixing because in Guitar Hero, like the originals, they would set it up so the guitar was always louder than the band. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, go into the options. Let's find that. And they don't, they don't give have you, those. like there's no mixing options, anything like that. No. And so it really is a big deal and a big problem is that muddy sound. Yeah. That's, that's not, I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly what the, can be done to replace that like or to fix that yeah and, is, I and mean, that it, is gonna it makes it it's kind of fun and makes it more exciting when you activate star power but that's and, not the reason that and maybe um, the thinking is that like you know you're on stage during a live rock show and you're not going to be hearing everything yeah at, like the audience is hearing it sure but i'd like to hear it like the audience is hearing it. i mean least. if they were doing that then like the crowd noise should just be deafening yeah like, yeah exactly exactly so that is kind of a knock against it. Like, yeah. and that would be kind of a fatal flaw if the game wasn't actually really fun to play. Like, yeah. uh, you, you sort of power through it, you know, and you, uh, um, you stop noticing it really after a while, but it is a problem. It is yeah. a problem. You'd have to, yeah. It's like, you'd have to turn up the TV, uh, the volume on your TV very, very loud. And then when you activate star power, you're going to be like a Michael J. Fox at the start of back to the future, yeah. <laughs> just like blown backwards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, this game, like we said, they, they did scrap all the other instruments, but there is a vocal component here if you're doing quick play or doing like multiplayer stuff like that. Which is a nice fine. throw in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've played a lot of karaoke games. This one's nice. It works well. This one's probably better than the actual karaoke games we played. It played <laughs> like, well, yeah, much better than SingStar. And, uh, or, no, we didn't sing play SingStar. Sing Party. Yeah, we haven't done SingStar. But yeah. it is also better than SingStar. SingStar, okay. I can never get the calibration quite right. Anyway... Uh, that does kind of leave us like without the GHTV or the online functionality, it does leave us with like not a whole lot to talk about with this game. It does, you do lose a lot of features because now you just have single player, multiplayer, that's it. Yeah, so there's only two venues for this game, which totally makes sense because like they essentially had to film this big, however many people are in the crowd and the bands. Yeah like multiple times because they have to be like, all right, everyone do the animation for when you're booing, like you yeah. and dad, and then everyone do the animation for it. Yeah, you're into it. It's great. Um, and so they obviously can't do that at 10 different venues. Sure. Um, so the end result is that there's like set lists of four or five songs, um, eight per venue or so. And then that's kind of it. Like yeah. once you've played those, you're like, okay, that's it. And there's not a ton of multiplayer, like, 
I don't know, you're probably not going to find someone who's like, yeah, I'm really into Guitar Hero Live. Yeah. Let's play this together. Sure. Uh, it doesn't have that rock band party component. Yeah. Um, it, it, and with my current setup, it would just be, you know, one guitar, one vocalist, you know, mm-hmm. which is uh, fun for parties of two or yeah. a few parties of people who are willing to rotate, yeah. uh, which is fine. That's what karaoke is. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's rotating. So, um, but also just also yeah. held back even in the karaoke standpoint, um, from the from the set list it's just mm-hmm. not quite big enough to be what you want even though the karaoke mechanics work well like yeah. the the set list on those other games was probably better yeah i think so because I those are so. those are designed towards singing but again nice to have more diversity in your yeah. musical styles when you're doing a karaoke style game yeah um are we ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. The rankings yeah. here. Yeah. Let's move on to our rankings. Each week we are ranking the games that we have just played. Um, I am going to put Guitar Hero Live at number 28. Uh, right. That puts it right below Transformers Prime and right above Skylanders. Uh, I think this is a flawed game. Um, I think it's missing some features that are just like things that we can we really can't do anything about. But I think the guitar itself and the guitar gameplay is so good, I kind of wish that was always the way Guitar Hero played yeah. instead of just being this one-off experiment. Because I, I, it's a bummer that they're not going to go back to this because I think it plays great and mm-hmm. it feels really good while, uh, while you're in the zone, you know? I think that I really don't have very many problems with this game. Mm-hmm. I think this game is one of the rare... I don't know. I, this would be a curious thing to think about of like, this is a game that is a victim of circumstance. Kind of. Like, because yeah, the design yeah. of the game is quite good and yeah, yeah. I don't have any criticism on that end, but it's like, this is not really... Like, I uh, this game needed a ton of people to buy into it for it to be successful. Yeah. And I understand why a ton of people didn't. Sure, it's a hard and sell. It, it, yeah, it's a hard sell, and it's... I don't know. I just I I every day I silently weep for the death uh, the death of plastic instruments. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, it's I'm just true. gonna start a moratorium. I so you're gonna come to me in ten years and I'm gonna be living in some abandoned shack with just like <laughs> uh, well not abandoned because I live there. Sure. But like just like plastic instruments along the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a memorial to our fallen plastic brethren. <laughs> um, but I like this game. I'm putting it at number twenty five, which is right ahead of Gianna Sisters. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that this game is fun, and I would happily play through the 42 songs in campaign mode um, and have a good time with it. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with and you. It's I'm a shame you. that it just, that's kind of all you're going to get. But, you know, that was all I got for the first three Guitar Hero games, and I loved those. Exactly, so. exactly, yeah. That's, I've been spoiled. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, well, uh, we have a couple of letters this Hooray! week. Uh, oh, you can always send your letters to ultra64podcast at gmail.com, or you can send it from our website, ultra64podcast. Our first letter says, hey, Stephen Woody. Hello. Hey. I'm a lazy man, and as such, I really enjoyed the weekly dose of Prince Valiant content, <laughs> complete with sound effects. You didn't have to do the work of reading it yourself. What better way could there be to broaden one's horizon than to enjoy the perspective of two wise men as they delve into the rich history of such a riveting, long-lived piece of art? Is he talking about Prince Valiant and King Arthur? Yes, those are the only wise men involved. (laughs) According to Woody's preview, the next reading would have introduced the indignant dame. Now, I may never have the answer to questions like, who is the indignant dame? Why is she so indignant? Judy Dench. Why, why, did, many people, or why did people enjoy this comic? Uh, I've been thinking of picking up some Turok comics, despite hearing they weren't great. 
but maybe we could get the new a new Turok comic segment segment instead. It's on theme with Ultra sixty four, mm. and the rich voice acting and constant leopard noises I'm sure you could bring to the table would make this the definitive way to enjoy them. Maybe a new thousand dollar per day Patreon tier. <laughs> All joking aside, I genuinely enjoyed and now miss the comic readings. Oh, man. Uh, on that theme, my question is, are there any features in a game series that you really enjoyed which were removed in sequels? Something like the Break the Targets mode in Smash Brothers, oh, which was yeah. removed in the Wii U game God, and never the, came back. The new Smash Brothers mode that's like in Ultimate, yeah. where you just run away from like the, the, same the encroaching darkness, time. that sucks. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. I like the customized ones. Yeah. Uh, or maybe the sequel to the fun original Xbox multiplayer minigame collection, Fusion Frenzy, in which the developers decided to remove all of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's debatable how much fun was in Fusion I'm Frenzy. But... I mean, I think I always confuse that one with Kung Fu Chaos, which sure. is the bad racist one. I think Fusion <laughs> okay. Friendly is just kind of the generic one. Yeah. But yeah. On a different early one. Xbox games are like a sad gray area of like these games have no personality, do no, they? No, no. Like, what not about at Blinks? All. Yeah, let's play <laughs> Azuric. Yeah. You know, everyone's favorite Azuric. Uh, so on a different note, I can't remember if you mentioned any changes we may see to the podcast as Steve moves across the country. Can you put my mind at ease by confirming that the podcast will continue on, even though you can't record together in person anymore? Thanks for all the amazing content. The Patreon is well worth the subscription. Plug, plug. Nintendo 64 controller enthusiast, Sean from Australia. Thanks, Thank you, Sean, Sean from Australia. Good Great letter. letter. Thank you. Um, all right. So let's address a couple of these things here. Firstly, a mode from a game that you wish was brought back like i haven't really thought about this very much that, that, but that came and went yeah that was in an early version and then was removed i remember um, there was one of the nba in the zone games had a terrible slam dunk contest and i think the later one had gotten rid of it yeah, which objectively yeah. was a good decision because it was terrible but it was but i kind of missed it it was more fun than anything else in the game yeah yeah, yeah absolutely oh, yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to say specifically because like they'll usually replace it with something else. Do uh, I don't know if the tiger or the uh, they're not tiger. Oh, well, games actually, anymore, we just but... we played one in the future. Um, oh, yeah. so here's a sneak preview for next week. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we played Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, and the uh, Winter Olympic ones has these cool dream courses. Yeah, where they're like kind of this hybrid of events. Um, from the Olympics and like goofy things from Mario World and the Summer Olympics one that came out two years later does not have those. Yeah. And that that is kind of a bummer. I think mostly I get disappointed in this situation when it's like a fighting game that has a smaller roster than oh, the previous yeah. generation. That's so a good like, one. Uh, I, what was the, the Marvel versus Capcom Infinite? Yeah. I think uh, yeah. had a much smaller roster and was just like such a marked step mm -hmm. down from Ultimate 3. That was like, another example similar to like Rock Band 3 of like Marvel versus Capcom 2 is in that same boat of yeah. it set this like crazy precedent and then three like people came around on Marvel versus Capcom 3 because yeah. it's a great game it but is. like after two, you're like, wait, there's only 30 characters in this game? And you like, didn't make up any new nonsense What happened to the 80 that was in Marvel vs. Capcom? I want to play as Mero. Yeah, like, yeah, bring back BB Hood. Yeah, yeah why not? Uh, um, yeah, boy, that, that's a forgotten game in Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate. Like, yeah, for yeah. three being a big deal. I, I that's came, a good example. I came very close when uh, that game was being released to buying the special edition that came in a box with the uh, Infinity Stones. Okay. Uh, I'm glad I didn't do that. Sure, yeah, sure. I, did, I played that game for like five minutes. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't like this. Yeah. Like, something about this just feels off. It feels wrong. Yeah, I was definitely in that same boat. That That is always challenge with... I think that most commonly occurs in these type of games like rhythm games or fighting games yeah. 
where there's only so sports game, there's only so much leeway the developers can have. And when you start feeling when you when they change like one little feature or pull it away, you really notice it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as for the moving question, we have you know, uh, we're definitely going to finish out the Wii U series, even though some of those are going to be virtual. Um, yeah, we're trying to yeah. cram in as many recordings as we can um, in person because it's more pleasant for us. We it think is. it's, uh, you know, it's... You got to hang out, play games. It's yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah. But um, once Steve moves, we'll try, we'll, fin- we'll finish out the Wii U virtually. I have, I have access to be able to play the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that'll just be remote. And there's... At this point, there's no plans for anything after that. Nothing that, no, but. nothing that we've really discussed. But you know, hey, uh, 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 sound off. Uh, let us know. Maybe, maybe we continue some Patreon. Maybe, maybe content only or Prince like Valiant, that. Valiant content. Only I mean, Prince yeah. Valiant content. It's, absolutely. Or, or, or Turok. Yeah. Well, also, if uh, I, here's my promise to you. Was mm. it Sean? Sean. Sean from Australia. If I, in my wanderings, come across a Turok comic, yes, I will read a part of it on the air. We will, we will, we will, we will do some Turok on the air if because if a comic I, falls into our lap. I assume he's talking about the original like '50s ones and not the oh. the recent versions. Like because there are there were some that were released to kind of correspond with the games, but these were all Wait. based on like a '50s uh, uh, comic book idea. Like the yeah, whole game but series. there were still va- like valiant comics or whatever yeah. um in the 90s right it, it got was. rebooted oh that's right it did because it, it, it was kind of independent it was an of the old games. marvel character that was kind of like very minor yeah then it got rebooted in the 90s as a comic book character and then they made the games based on that that's so right. i'm assuming that's he right. means the 90s ones yeah it could be the 90s ones as well but the 50s but really ones whatever whatever yeah. turok we end up with yeah one more letter here hey all two to five of you uh, when I was, was the last time we had five people on here? Uh, game Apocalypse, boys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, fair it's enough. It's been a while, it's been a while. Uh, I was curious, you both are game collectors to some degree. I collected things as a kid and had fun with it, but I haven't had much as an adult, in part because it seems less fun when you can always just finish a collection off by turning to the internet. Correct. I agree with that. Yes. Uh, how do you keep collecting a fun hobby when virtually everything is always going to be a click away? Also, to Steve, if you're still on a P-Cross kick, I recommend the game Murder by Numbers on a PC and Switch. It's a Phoenix Wright-esque visual novel with P-Cross puzzles, and it's pretty fun. Thanks for all the good times, and good luck with the move. And that is from John. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. Uh, thanks for reminding me that Murders by, Murder by Numbers existed. I have played that before, and it's a, it's a cute little game. Yeah. It's a fun one. I might play that again. I have two pieces of advice regarding the collecting. Yes. The first one is... Don't feel that you have to collect as a hobby. If you're yeah. not excited about collecting something, yeah. don't be like, oh, I should really collect something. Like, yeah, just, yeah. just be content not collecting anything. Um, and I think that that is totally fine. And the second one of how to keep it exciting is I would say collect something like very specific. That was going like, to be my advice too. Yeah, like, like pick something that you're particularly passionate about and then focus your collecting around that thing to yeah. be like, I want a collection of only all the Contra video or like, yeah. Contra content. Like, yeah, that's out there. Cause you Contrent. might, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You might discover like, Oh, here's a poster or magazine article. I was not aware of. Yeah. Whereas if you're just like, I want all the Super Nintendo games. That's just, yeah, you're just scouring eBay and spending thousands. Yeah, you could also kind of put the the restrictions on yourself and just say like, okay, well, I, I'm not going to buy anything on the internet or like I'm mm-hmm. only going to buy these things from local stores. And then you can, 
then you can make it more of a treasure hunt thing. But that, yeah, I do agree. Like when you can just hop online and like buy everything that you're looking for, it does make it less exciting. That's the part of, you can't think about it like, okay, my goal is to collect all of blank. You just mm -hmm. have to be like, I'm in the process of when I, when I find a new thing that fits into this collection, I buy it. Yeah. But yeah. like, it really, it's, it's about the journey. It's just an activity about the journey. Cause like the thing about collections is once you get a complete collection, it's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not a bummer. And if you can maybe like do a podcast about it or sure. something, that's like, what I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, what I wanted to do. But then you're kind of like, Oh, now I don't get to go like, look look at thrift stores for this stuff anymore. Right. You it's, find yourself like if you're in a Goodwill or something, you're like, oh, ooh, there's a get. Oh, never mind. I already own everything. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Know, there's a little bit of a uh, come down off of that. Yeah. It's, but it, I think like the the fun of collecting for me was always kind of that like uh, that treasure hunty kind of vibe of like being at a garage sale and finding something that, you know, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe they're just like selling this for so cheap. You know, yeah. that's kind of the rush that you're looking for. Uh, and the internet is just one big garage sale. Um, and that, that kind of makes, takes a lot of the fun out of it. Yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, find something that is like a very particular niche that you haven't seen someone else collect. I recommend, uh, Czech movie posters. Oh yeah. 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 Or uh, Eastern, Eastern European movie posters. Ghanaian, uh, uh, Ghanaian, uh, movie posters. Oh, I've I haven't seen looked those. at those. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Check those out. Yeah. You would love those okay. because th there's like kind of one artist doing his own interpretation of all these on like sackcloths. And they're so wild. Uh, I want all of them. Yeah, yeah they're amazing. Um, so yes, uh, this is an endorsement for uh, movie posters from Ghana. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Or, uh, or Burkina Poland Faso, or the Czech, Senegal, Czech all yeah. of those. All right. So uh, next week, that as we have already episode, mentioned, Steve, I just I just want to take a moment to pat ourselves on the back. I had yep, I had a nice time playing that game. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to play whatever we're playing next week. Yeah. Next week, uh, well, you're going to be less excited because we already played it. <laughs> oh, no, we have to do it again. <laughs> we played, as we already mentioned, we played uh, Mario and Sonic at the Sochi 2014 Winter Olympic Games. Mario and Sonic at the Sochi 2014 Olympic Games. And Mario and Sonic at the 2016 Rio Wind, uh, Olympic Games. Does he yell it in that one? I don't think he I yelled don't it in that yelling one. In but that you one. have to yell it now. Mario and Sonic at the 2016 Sochi Olympic Games. I mean, it's the Rio games, but still, oh, still sure. you got it. You got it. Uh, so we're doing those. Yeah, we're bringing uh, 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 the Mushroom Kingdom and the Green Hill Zone. They are now participants mm -hmm. in the IOC. So go for the, go for them. Yay. Spoiler alert. Sports. We uh, played those games. I don't we know. did. I didn't want to actually put any spoilers. Yeah, no. Because I don't remember. We played them. We yeah. definitely played them. Um, all right. Well, we will see you all next time for that episode. Uh, so show guitar noise. Thank you. Thank you.